have a comment to make about straight men. <laughs> oh. Are you ready for this? <laughs> oh, man, are we just, we're just starting this we're, new year? We're going right into <laughs> it, everybody. So my comment about straight men. <laughs> oh, God. I've, I See, I've already forgotten how to do this. So I got to bring this much closer, right? My name is Jared. My pronouns are he, him. My name is Heather. My pronouns are she, her. <laughs> and we are your hosts of Typically Divergent Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Heather. Hi. Hi. How are it's, you feeling? Uh better a lot better good it's okay. nice not to have covid anymore <laughs> oh, okay okay she told everybody i yeah. i didn't use that word oh it's okay i mean it it is what it is like i mean yeah i like, am sorry. we were talking i still have headaches and some brain fog that's like lingering around a bit so that's a little i don't know it gives me a little anxiety but i'm kind of just kind of trying to think along the lines of it's gonna be okay it's just gonna linger a little bit longer and it'll go away <laughs> it's gonna do its thing and then you're just gonna we're gonna smooth right by it yeah but 2023 2023 <laughs> rolling right through with the yeah with all of this <laughs> so do you want to know what my comment about straight yes. men is oh yes yes please tell me <laughs> tell me what this comment about straight men is all right let's hear it uh, first of all, I'm really wired up right now because I am drinking a Red Bull. I was Bull just going to say, is o'clock. this the Red Bull talking? Or is it's, it a- it's, it's the Red Bull talking. And I did have this conversation with a client the other day. He was telling me about how like he and his friends of like eight people rented this uh, like two hotel rooms that were con- that were like that met in the middle that had the door where you can get back and oh, forth yeah, yeah, so that yeah. they're conjoined. The joined. Yes. Okay. So joined two rooms. joined apartment rooms yeah, for okay. eight men for a bachelor party. And I went, and let me guess, you guys like all shared these beds. And he goes, yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, straight straight men, y'all are so gay. I was just going to say that's so gay. That is so gay. <laughs> that's so gay. <laughs> that's so gay. Also, by the way, uh, since we are technically a, fir- a full week into the new year, um, uh, as Nicholas had said in last week's episode, mm-hmm. um, get gay for 2023. So I hope everyone's yes. getting a little gayer this week. Hashtag get gay (laughs) oh also speaking of nicholas i just have to give a super big shout out to him because you're gonna tell him uh, yeah nicholas you did a wonderful job um i appreciate naming this seat in this by the way beautiful new studio i'm in love with it oh yeah we're in the the studio heather's in the studio cute little chairs but um i'm i'm back in my own my new heather's hot seat apparently (laughs) Good. And uh, Nicholas, you did a wonderful job. And also your voice on podcasting is magnificent. Um, Let me just say that I think for the straight female listeners, I do think that if he were to start a podcast where he just read fantasy romance or romance novels and smut, I think think he'd get a lot of... uh, uh, female listeners as well <laughs> let's <Sorry>. just say <laughs> sorry dan that's his dad <laughs> i i mean it's i i'm just i'm just promoting like you know the creativity <laughs> well he i know that voice was so beautiful it was and it was also so relaxing i i literally felt relaxed listening to him I know. so honestly or if he did the like if he just read poetry i would i would seriously listen to that for like 30 minutes straight yeah oh my gosh heather i feel like i well okay so Tonight is Saturday. We got together yesterday and decided that we were not going to record. Yeah. And we just hung out because Heather and I haven't seen each other in a really long time. Also, I apologize if you hear all that squeaking sound. That's Dozer 
chewing on a toy. I've, yes. I've offered him multiple other toys. We're, we're a dog-friendly podcast here. Yes. And he's, <laughs> he's eating it now. Oh, so no. We got it. Those are... So do you want to do you want to talk about your experience with your COVID? Sure. Yeah. I mean, okay. I know it's been like a couple years since all of this, but it's been, yeah, it, it's been, a, it was kind of crazy. I, so first off, <laughs> I, I call it Merry Fluvid instead of like Merry Christmas okay. because both my husband and I, so Spencer and I had flu uh, starting in like the middle of December and I got, I, it was awful. Like I had a call from work, like it was terrible. It was kind of like, wow, this is like probably what COVID kind of feels like, but without like all of the rest of like the systemic organ shutdown. And I'm sorry, I'm talking a little healthcare terms. I'll, I'll oh, try yeah, to- trigger warning. Uh, uh, sorry, folks. Sorry. Yes. Trigger warning for people who don't want to talk about healthcare or COVID stuff. I don't know. Skip five-ish minutes. Um so I thought I was getting better. Um, and then I suddenly started to get worse again. And so flu can cause a secondary, uh, pneumonia, whether viral or it can actually like, because of the way it affects the immune system and other things Mm -hmm. in your lung, it can kind of just pave the way sometimes for bacteria to also start a pneumonia as well. And that's how people can get really sick from flu. Um, and this year has been pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I thought. I woke up with like a really high heart rate. Like I'm 33. I don't, I, as far as I know, you know, I, I've never had heart problems, thankfully. Um, and I woke up with like a, a really high heart rate and I was just at rest. I hadn't had my coffee yet. I wasn't taking medications. Like sometimes if you take albuterol when you're not breathing well, if, you know, I have asthma, like it's, it'll increase the heart rate. Hadn't taken anything like that. So I go to work and I'm like, I just don't feel right. Like I'm literally having to rock myself Mm. back and forth due to the pain in my back, like, Mm -hmm. and kind of like where like the lower part of your lungs would be. So like kind of like that mid to upper back. And I'm like, don't know if it's like back pain or if it's like really actually in my lungs. And I'm like starting to think like something's off here. Didn't really have a fever though. And, um, I kept like taking my heart rate because I know how to do that. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, this is still elevated. I had someone else check me. They're like, yeah, this is still elevated. So after work, I actually go to the ER because at that point I'm having like chest pain, having trouble breathing in. So I'm like, I know no one else will see me. They'll just tell me to go to the ER, right? Mm. Because they hear chest pain. You're like, boop, got to do an EKG, check you out for all that stuff. So I'm thinking literally like, oh, it's probably seriously a pneumonia. And they come in and they're like, well, you know, of course we're going to COVID swab you and things like that. They're like, um, well, you have COVID and you also have had flu. Mm -hmm. So you have COVID and flu, but Mm -hmm. you're probably towards the end of your flu and starting the COVID. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. That explains a lot. Mary flu. What did you call it? Flu (laughs) bed. Mary flu bed. It sounds like something from the Grinch, right? Uh, so I was trying to think of something that would go along with like happy holidays and I'm, 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 I'm currently thinking of that and yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. I'm trying to go, so trying to go then like... one of the, there's like a marker that can be like a lab test that they can do. It's called a D dimer. Um, it can be elevated just in COVID, but it also is a marker that it means that like your blood is at increased risk of like coagulating and causing blood clots. I love that word. Coagulating. 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 That's coagulating. like aluminum. Coagulation. <laughs> anything that ends in shun shun so um 
anyway, so that was elevated. Mm -hmm. And so they were concerned that I could have a PE, a pulmonary embolism, which is what a a blood clot in your lungs. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to rule that out because as we know now, COVID can unfortunately cause damage to your kidneys, to your liver. Obviously it does it to your lungs. And then it can also, we know that it coagulates the blood more and that it can cause blood clots. Um, I am technically overweight and I am overall sedentary I don't do a whole ton actively currently I'll fully admit that so that's technically added risk factors so they did a scan and luckily I didn't have that um but I've actually been taking a baby uh what they call an 81 milligrams of aspirin over the counter just as like my own personal preventative 81 milligrams yeah what a specific number i know but i don't know you know i'd have to look into the history of that as to why it is i kind of like that number but it's like very specific right but they call it a baby aspirin um yeah and they're like tiny they're so tiny they 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 like barely take up like the pad of your finger (laughs) do they taste like um how like some over-the-counter medications will have like a coating that's kind of like sweet like a leave tastes kind of sweet jokes on you i lost my taste too, oh right, <laughs> Bitch. right. <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm kidding with you because I, I mean i'm still taking it because i'm still worried i'm, I'm probably going to take it for like the rest of a month because like the risk for me of mm. like because it can add to your bleeding risk so it's like i'm not promoting anything on this on this podcast but um there's some thoughts that like you know can that be a preventative for like you know for it's often taken in elderly who have heart issues um so i was just taking it for my own (laughs) i don't know just to feel better honestly um but yeah it's honestly it doesn't really taste like anything i don't even know it doesn't even have like a sweet taste or anything but it is like coated well it's not Um, like it's not like we need to even like uh, coat oh sorry about that it's not like we need to really coat our baby aspirin for the babies because yeah it's not actually for babies well oh well well baby it, aspirin is well, not for babies it, no it's for that's why i said it's for the elderly it's like because it, it's i think it's called baby because it's so tiny and it's a small dose so they call it baby aspirin i don't know where that term like where that became like the culture to call it that in healthcare or like for people but maybe it just became like so common for doctors to say that to people to figure out what dose they needed to buy or something Uh, that yeah i don't even know (laughs) but yeah so i I, that's that's crazy yeah so then they put me i my heart rate wasn't going down though did it wasn't having a heart attack they literally pulled an ekg and they're like well we know you're not having a heart attack so we can so that's great well i was concerned because normally when like if you've ever been to an er before even in the U.S. where, like, you think people always try to argue that because we're not socialized, things would be are so much faster. But, like, let me just tell you, if you're ever in an ER, you are often waiting hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, unless you're actually actively dying. So I was a little concerned by the fact that the people brought me back so fast and were like, um, we need you to lay down. We need to hook up an EKG. We need to do this. Yeah, your heart rate's really high. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like, I'm like, that's not helping my heart rate. <laughs> I'm like, my anxiety. Um, they could take, but, take two decibels yeah. down from where I'm currently at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Anx- thank you. My heart rate's going higher now. That's that's not probably the inside. Of, that's my brain doing that. Um, no, but honestly, like overall, I was pretty calm because I had it in my head working in healthcare and things. And I'm like, oh, it's probably pneumonia from flu. It's It'll be okay. But they couldn't bring it. They couldn't 
so that was negative. And then they couldn't bring the heart rate down until like they gave me a bunch of fluids that helped. So I was obviously dehydrated too, uh, probably after being sick for so long. Um, and I was running a fever for a few days with flu too. So that can also make you more dehydrated and like kind of accelerate that. So, um, yeah, I finally got to go home. Didn't have to be admitted. Thankfully didn't have the pulmonary embolism heart rate. I'm alive. I'm I'm alive. Uh, Sent me home on a, there's a newer antiviral type thing on the market called Paxlovid. It's for uh, people who have COVID. It's supposed to reduce your risk of being actually admitted into the hospital or worse outcomes. Um, It's, it doesn't have full FDA approval, but it's one of those like emergency authorized things with COVID. So I took that. Um, And then the next day, how I knew I had COVID for sure, and I would have known had I not gone checked out that day, was I lost all sense of taste and smell. Everything tasted like cardboard. So on top of like even at rest, feeling like I could barely get a breath in, I could I could barely talk to Spencer or anything like that without like like having to I don't know, just like breathe like I'm like gasping for air. Then I like can't even enjoy the Christmas cookies or anything. There are these jokes that I'll see where it's like, um, that COVID diet be sounded really nice right now. Oh yeah. And the way that you told, the way that Heather told me, it sounded so depressing as a person who loves food. Yes. And I love food too. And I would, I would think, okay, because I can eat the same thing every day because it's convenient. It's easy to Mm -hmm. take, to manage. And it's not like a thought that I have to, a decision I have to make that day where it's like, what am I going to eat today? Like that is like the, Mm. the, the, every adult in this world has to go through that same thought for themselves all the time. And I just, it would be so much easier for me to just eat something really simple. So I would Mm -hmm. think that if I had gotten that, that it would just be like, well, now I can just like mix up some random beans and random ingredients into like make a mush that's like full of nutrients. I know the way that your face, like I know it doesn't look good, but you're not going to taste it. It's almost like, so for me though, it, it tasted like nothingness and sort of tasted bad, weird. Like, so like something you've never tasted before. Mm, Well, like everything tasted kind of like cardboard. With right. a, so in the, in the thing that was the tease was, okay, so I don't know if anyone's ever done this when they were kids or like, I don't know, kindergarten, first grade. They do, I can't remember even how they do it, but I don't know if you're like supposed to plug your nose while you do it, but like they put certain tastes, like you put certain tastes on certain parts of your tongue mm. and you can be like, okay, this is certain parts of your tongue do the taste recognition, right? Oh, so salty, mm-hmm. sweet, bitterness. Um, I know... American culture doesn't really accept this as much, but like in Asian cultures, there's the umami mm-hmm. or like, uh, what, what is the other word for that? Um, savory is yeah. like underneath the tongue. So things like that. And I, I know this sounds very strange, but it was almost like you could get a hint of that. Like mm-hmm. I sort of knew that something was like, if I had lemonade, I could have like, there was a little bit of like sweet, sour, uh-huh. but then sweet, sour cardboard. Mm. And like, so like a LaCroix. Yeah. Everything was like a LaCroix. <laughs> but like, but so much Not worse because you also knew way. what it was. And so it was like a little bit of a hint of a tease of like, you know what that's supposed to taste like. Uh-huh. And you know what that's supposed to like have. And you're getting like a little bit of a sense of it, but it also tastes like cardboard at the same time. Then on top of it, that Paxlovid, yeah. the, one of the primary side effects, which 
thankfully is like it's minor right overall but it gives you a more metallic taste well because I couldn't smell and taste instead of it tasting metallic then constantly even when I wasn't eating or drinking and it made me almost vomit all the time like I was constantly nauseous from this but I couldn't actually throw up was um it tasted like I had a bunch of wet leaves in my mouth at all times for like okay. four days straight and not tea it was leaves. awful like nature. no like literally like as if i went outside in the middle of the muddy wet grass grabbed a bunch of grass and leaves and stuffed it in my mouth and like just sat there all day like that mm. like a toddler oh god my, my teeth just vibrated against each other and my Ooh, whole mouth vibrated sorry. no it's okay because i just i made I, I went to go mm, and just the way that they were like close to each other is like I could never get into uh, playing brass instruments or oh, or anything with a reed because that gives you a, yeah, yeah. It gives you a weird yeah 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 I'm good I, I feel that I feel that oh yeah it's like a nail sound the chalk yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 which um <laughs> so anyways though that like I have never what until that time period felt like. Well, first, also, because I couldn't breathe, between that and not being able to taste something, I actually lost, like, the sense of being able to tell, like, when it was actually okay to swallow my food. So um. I experienced, like, a sense of dysphagia, like, that more, like, elderly people start to experience who are, like, <sighs> having trouble choking on food, stuff like that. Uh -huh. And so, like, I was worried about choking. Like, we were having... Um, sausage and pierogies one night and i'm like look can i can't keep eating this sausage it's actually too hard for me to eat i'll have the pierogies and like having something that's more like mashed potatoes was easier and i also like you know how that's supposed to taste and it kind of i love mashed potatoes so i'm not trying to say they taste like cardboard but knowing that they kind of have that like more neutral taste mm -hmm. actually helped me so that was really good but like I honestly almost would have just been like give me tube feeds or give me like tpn like yeah. the the like IV nutrition that people can get sometimes yeah. when they're really sick. I've never actually ever wanted that. But like in that moment, it would have almost been easier. It sucked. <laughs> Do you remember yesterday when I was telling you about how sometimes when you get to talking about medical stuff, I forget that you're a medical professional. <laughs> that happened again. I'm like, wow, she be using some big fucking words over here. <laughs> yes. Sorry for my use of terms. That's why I'm like trying to explain it because I know obviously like our audience is not, not all healthcare professionals. Well, this isn't course. the Twitter thread, not the Twitter this isn't the Reddit everyone. thread of, uh, what is it? Explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. Like, I I'm not going to do, like, thread. I'm, I, Subreddit, sorry. I would, um, well, I don't like to, exp I don't, I, I totally love that too, but mm. I was just going to say like, I don't want to assume someone like can't understand some, but like at least explaining it just a little bit. Cause I hate yeah. when people are like, look, I'm not that stupid. You don't have to like break it down that far, you know, like, but, um. Yeah, so then I started to get better more and more each day and just, like, kind of sitting there at rest to, like, okay, finally I can get up and move a little bit. Like, literally, like, walk around for, like, five minutes and then be like, okay, I'm going to sit down now. Um, Christmas Eve, I kind of had, like, a little mini breakdown because I, like, wrapped one present, one present, and literally had to rest for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm sitting. I was sitting down wrapping that present it's not like i was moving trying to do crazy things like i was just doing basic wrapping and cutting wrapping paper mm -hmm. that's literally it i struggled so hard like the fatigue the headaches all of that and then it just like slowly went away and now it's like if i do a lot like i definitely cannot exercise right now but like if i 
walk long distances, I'm still having a little bit of trouble. And then, like I said, like the headaches and some of that and the light sensitivity and maybe like some of the brain fog coinciding with that, but certainly not, certainly interesting considering the, the neurodivergence of everything that I have already. So, (laughs) but it is what it is. And hopefully with time, we're skating past that. (laughs) I just want everyone to start to feel better and like not be sick. I, I feel bad. Like, Shout out to anyone else who's listening who's also sick or dealing with sick kids or a sick spouse like constantly like Mm -hmm. it sucks like and there's so much going around and I'm sure we have listeners who you know have things that put them maybe at risk of being sick or like Mm -hmm. immune dysfunctions and stuff like that um or um what would i call it like immune diseases and stuff but um, or autoimmune yeah or immunocompromised oh my gosh i can't even use the my own medical it's okay terms. it's okay I'm, know- th- I'm thinking about jenny out there <laughs> yeah. hi jenny i love you but you know that i i shout out to them who like i still have to put up with all this and like you know people it's hard three you know almost three years in people just don't I get it. I get it. Like people don't want to think about it. People don't want to talk about it anymore. But like between that and then actually a significant flu season and other significant viruses going around, like it is really hitting people and it's like hitting a lot of people and it's hitting them more severely. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. Be careful. It's like, if you're worried about it, as much as it sucks to keep having to do it, just wear the mask. Like, mm. and also if you are sick, please, please, please wear a mask so that you don't get others sick. Because if you're not going to test yourself for COVID because you're like, oh, I just have a little cough and you're not going to test yourself because it's like, eh, I'm not going to test myself every time I have a little cough, then at least wear that mask because you have no idea mm. if you're someone who actually does have COVID and you just happen to have it either like mostly asymptomatically or or in, which is awesome in a way that you only have a cold. I mm-hmm. mean, I was uh, vaccinated and boosted. So I've done all the things I wear. I've worn a mask out in public tons of times. And especially when I'm like extra concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, and I finally got it. Like, so it, 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 people aren't immune to it. So yeah, as much as we're trying, it just, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but yeah. just like we're moving along with it. It'll, you know, hopefully get better. I just, I don't know. I just want people to feel better and I want other people who are sick to get past it too. Same. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. I love, I love seeing you in like this, like cute little mood. Like he, you've got, so for our listeners, he's got his, uh, his hoodie on with his ears like around it and yep. he looks <laughs> Like, I look like a monkey. Just, like I don't like a little elf. <laughs> it's really cute. I always love when you do that. It makes me smile. <laughs> it's adorable. I know. I I in my writing I have found that I do it because little Jaren wants to come out and hang out. For I was a little just bit. gonna say it's very like inner child. Yeah. It's it's very like you can just be you and just be like let's it's okay to, it, I, an immature is not like a, I'm saying that almost in more of like a positive way, right? Like it's, it's okay to be just chill and be like, be yourself and be like the more childlike version of you. Yes. Because when you're able to sit down and communicate with your inner child on a one-on-one basis and be able to allow yourself to 
have moments to let them come forward and have their time Mm -hmm. and then to sit down and then remind yourself like, okay, right now, like it was nice to, it's like reliving a little bit of your youth for a moment in a healthy way. And then it's okay to do that Mm -hmm. when it's, when your inner child is coming out and it's not in a healthy way, like, um, uh, acting out in ways that are, would be considered unhealthy or like, um, yeah, like using it as an excuse to do something that like yes. hurts other people or like, yes. you know, like, oh, I'm going to like just cause mischief that like, you know, right. is negative towards. Right. Yeah. Other things are hurting people. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I and I think that comes from I think those actions and those words are coming from your inner child. And mm-hmm. it, it, hey, those feelings, everything, the words that you said, eh, probably not OK to say, but your feelings totally valid. But mm-hmm. it's the way that you. um manage that and deal with that that we mm-hmm. need to focus and work on yeah. so but the yeah. playful fun side yeah that, so that, that part's fun yeah, yeah. so little jaren wants to come song. out come out and hang out today <laughs> i love it i love it i am definitely here for it because do you hang I out with your inner child I do you do hang out with little heather i feel like that's been happening more and more actually spencer and i have had talks about that like yeah. um i I know that there are some people out there who super, super cringe about this, but I get into that like super cutesy mode, like around him, like when it's just the two of them. (laughs) I've seen it. You've done it with me. Oh my goodness. No. She's like like, living her anime fantasy. Yeah. It's like, I don't, (sighs) I have a hard time. I'm I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not doing the uwu girl thing for, for clout or like for anything like that. It's, it's gotten a bad, weird, controversial rap. Like people get annoyed with it. Other like gamer girls themselves get annoyed with it. But like in the privacy of my own home and Mm. like when I'm around people that I can feel really comfortable with which I feel like is more likely when your inner child is gonna come out because that shows that you feel safe that you can do healing with those people that like your full true self including Mm. the parts of you that you were told to hide and grow up and get rid of oh I love that you said get rid of because in therapy my therapist has been like these are parts that need to stay in there they may not be all great but it's okay to still have them and we don't need to get rid of them yes they're still a part of you high five yes and those parts can come out when you're with the right people and i also think that's a sign of someone who is (laughs) he just wanted to say hi lay down (laughs) um but i do think that that's a sign that like someone is also like I don't know. It's it's trustworthiness, right? Uh, yeah, that, that you can trust it. Yeah, safe, feeling safety. safe, feeling at home. Um, so you do the uwu? Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm not laughing because you, <laughs> just, your face. You were just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're so cute right now. <laughs> your eyes are so Ready? big. Oh my god, I can't. Oh my god, I can't. Ooh, mommy. Ooh, daddy. Okay. <laughs> I can't You can't. Cut it out. You, you, no, I'm keeping that. No. You can't look at me and say, Ooh, daddy. <laughs> because in this house, I am daddy. <laughs> 
Even though with Nicholas's voice, it sounds like he might be. But no, I am. A very opposite tone. Or how would you call it? The, or pitch, right? Or yeah, whatever have, that is. I have little dog syndrome, you guys. Okay? Like, I'm a very short man. I don't have a very loud bark. And I don't really have a very sharp bite anymore. Because there's just no point in all of that. But I used to be yeah. really quick. And used to be really hurtful. And, and I've always had a really high-pitched voice. And I just... I, Maybe I'm a really tall girl who just wants to be the short girl. She's sometimes. a tall girl. Is there a song about tall girls? I don't know. I don't remember. I'll make one. On top of all the other projects I, I want to do. <laughs> but yeah, I get that's I mean, I think just being able to be like cutesy and just have fun and not give a shit about everything that's going on. I think because my job is so intense and I how would I put it? Like I have to go, go, go. I have to be very serious. I'm very much like get all these things done, save lives, try to do all that, all that crazy stuff. Right. And then I get to come home to someone who like, I I enjoy being taken care of. Yeah. And it feels so good. And like for us to just sit there and have fun with each other and play video games or like go and like literally have an arts and crafts like day or something like that on the weekend together. Um, it's just really nice. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's it's that it. balance, right? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I like when um, I get to come home and take care of somebody. And I also yeah. love when he comes home and takes care of me. Yeah. And so I, you guys have it both both, both ways yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah, that's really nice. I'm a service top. If you're happy, I'm happy. But also, like, I kind of like want 51% of the final say. And mm-hmm. I want to feel like... I want, because I am so small, I want to feel like a big man. Mm-hmm. And I just want, because uh, a couple episodes ago, I had said that I have like a, a a complex to like need to be a parent. And my therapist pointed it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, working on it. it. I don't do anything unhealthy with it. But it's mm-hmm. nice to think that like, I, it, it's nice to think of myself as like this individual who is so wise and has so much to teach Mm-hmm. And not that I'd really teach Nicholas anything, but mm-hmm. like, you know, we'd, I don't even know where I was fucking going with that. But when I hold him and I'm big spoon, <laughs> I feel like a big spoon and not a jet pack. <laughs> and when he holds me, I feel like the smallest spoon in the drawer. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. He is quite tall. <laughs> uh, listeners, if it, I'm, I'm sure anybody, I'm sure for those of you who are listening to this week's episode, last week's episode, Nicholas his voice is so deep. It it matches his physical appearance. He is a very tall man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> very tall man. He's a whole foot taller than I am. Yeah. So, um. Okay, how tall is he? Six five. Yeah, I was gonna say because he's taller than me, and I'm about six feet tall. Yeah. Which is very tall for a girl, but. And I'm yeah. <laughs> four four and a half or five five and a half on a good day. So it, yeah. it's a whole difference. A yeah. whole difference. It's yeah. a whole foot. Yeah. That's longer than my actual foot. Yeah. And meanwhile, and that's where I'm saying, like, it's kind of funny how I'm a little bit opposite of you. Like, I'm six feet tall, but I love nothing more than to be like, I just want to be the cutesy little uwu girl who like yeah. gets like cuddled and like uh, spooned and all that shit. And yeah. like, but like, I'm 
<laughs> very long. So well, it's, it, it, it's it's okay. It I'm, I'm glad. Match. It, not that this is like a fetish kink conversation, but January fifteenth or sixteenth is like International Fetish or Kink Day. Ooh. So like there you go. You know, it for anybody who is in the kink community, you you would understand that you typically want to be the opposite of what you actually are when you're out mm. in public, mm-hmm. when you're in home, if you are a part of any sort of dynamic exchange, power exchange relationship. And um, I am not very surprised that when you want to, I mean, especially because of how stressful your job is and like how much people are relying on you. There's that stereotype about women who are in um, high stress or like leadership positions or like professionals who like it very opposite at home or like in the, in like the romance area. It's a stereotype, but there is some truth to that. Yeah. It helps balance. I'm not just saying for me. (laughs) It helps balance out your mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there is the um, depiction of like the straight CEO of like a multi-million billion dollar company who goes down to uh, the Red Room Motel mm-hmm. where he can get his kinks off from getting whipped by um, a trans woman mm-hmm. in the dark, mm-hmm. you know, in New York City or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there there is a lot to be said about that. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is absolutely nothing wrong with it. And, again, like, we weren't talking about kinks and fetishes. No, but, I know. I know. You know, like it's still very healthy to want to balance yourself out by those things. Yeah. I like being told what to do just as much as, as long I love as you're okay with do. it and your partner's okay with it. And there's yeah. consent involved and all that other like healthy stuff is checked off the list. Like there's no kink shaming. Yeah. Consent is sexy. <laughs> Something that we, I wanted to do with Heather today. Um, we had I had talked about my Refinery29 um, career horoscope at one point. Oh, I, I can say where sta- I, I can say me where such I, a look right now. And I'm like, what? Do I look mischievous? <laughs> yes, very I, mischievous, but also like, um, how do I put it? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll just, yeah, mischievous. <laughs> it's very like, I can wow. say, I can say where I used to work now. Oh, yes. I forgot I wanted I made a mental note of saying hey you can say that now because you said you were saving it for this episode. Uh-huh. You okay. wanna say it with me at the same time? Yes. Okay. Well on three, ready? It'll be one, two, three, say the name. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 coffee bean is out of the bag. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um okay. <laughs> like a dad joke. I I know. So <laughs> I looked up the Refinery 29 career horoscopes and I'll put that in the um episode note uh, mm, description mm-hmm. if anybody else wants to look at theirs. Mine was awfully similar to how my year went and I read mine and I was like it makes me want to throw up because I know uh, this is what I'm going to have to do, but I'm going to read Heather's first. Okay. And so this is a career one? Yes. Okay. I read one that was like about like the year in general, but okay. So, yes. no. okay, so you, this is called okay. your 2023 career horoscope is here and the ladder is yours to climb. Okay. Um, there, uh, there's a mass description in the very beginning as far as like a general consensus for everybody to be aware of. Um, I'm not going to get into that because it's like six paragraphs long. (laughs) All right. So great news, Aquarius. All the time you've been investing in your career for the past two years will begin to bear fruit around March 7th when Saturn leaves your sign. 
from this moment on, you will become easier. Oh, <laughs> you will become I'll easier. I'll become easier. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> from this moment on, things will become easier and you will continue to build on what you've created for yourself. Your hunger to succeed will reach new heights when Pluto, the planet of power, dips into your sign from March 23rd to June 10th. The May 5th full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio in particular could bring it could bring with it an opportunity you may want to jump into. While you should and while you should certainly follow your bliss, it's key to stay aware of your motives as the lord of the underworld can sometimes instigate yeah, instigate ruthlessness. Your best times of the year to make career moves arrive when the sun illuminates your career houses from June 21st to July 21st and from October 23rd to November 21st. We'll see how this potential new job thing that I took an offer on keeps going because it's, I mean, it's a long ride. So that would kind of, I'm like crossing fingers that that's a sign that that actually is going to work out, work out. Because I never like to say that things are finalized until they're truly final. And it's not in writing that the stuff that we talked about prior of in, in a prior episode of me Don't accepting say. a new job opportunity is actually like fully happening. It's like we think it is, but like it's not it's not like official official, right? Like it's not in writing. We don't have the thing to backfill um the position that I'm currently in, which ha- you know is supposed to happen too, so it's yeah. like, don't count the chickens before they hatch, kind of thing. And so I'm I'm hoping that maybe that's a sign that it will move in the right direction. And I already expect it to take time, so yeah, that would crossing fingers, crossing fingers, crossing fingers, make it manifest. <laughs> so mine was there's no way to sugarcoat it, Libra. The year ahead will require you to stay on your toes when it comes to your career. The most serious and responsible of all planets, Saturn, will enter your sixth house of work starting March 7th. Saturn's job is to perform an inspection of your habits and processes with the intention of fine-tuning them. If you've neglected, if you've been neglecting some of your responsibilities or if you've been overworking yourself, the teacher planet will push you to make changes. That being said, you will experience two periods of growth from January 6th to February 18th and from April 10th to May 6th. May 4th is especially a fortuitous day when Venus and Jupiter, I almost said Juniper, when Venus and Jupiter will work behind the scenes on your behalf. The days surrounding December 3rd and October 28th, new moon solar eclipse will require you to stay flexible and go with the flow. And that makes me so anxious to hear that. But I know that I need to, um, I'm so sorry, Doze. I uh, I just took Dozer's toys away because they were. <laughs> he he turned nuts. his face away from me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Baby, I love like, you. Daddy, I'm why? sorry. <laughs> Diddy, why? Why no? Why no? Why no? Daddy, chill. <laughs> what the hell even is that? <laughs> um. Oh man. So yeah, I um. Uh, so yesterday was the wolf moon and there was going to be like Mm. a lot of issues with that and productivity is going to start dropping and I immediately Mm -hmm. started feeling that like a day or two ago Mm -hmm. and so I am feeling that now and I I know moving forward I need to there are some things that I would like to start pursuing and 
in order for me to get to that point, I am going to have to start making some changes that I don't necessarily want to do because it just involves work. And it's just like, mm-hmm. nobody wants to like do work, you know, but like, no, we still, if, if your dreams are possible when you put forth the effort and into it and i know that's true for sure it's just it's it's so beautiful when like you know that something's achievable and it's like great so like just give it to me yeah you still have to put you still have to put forth or it's like easier when it's like if that thing became successful or whatever it is or whatever venture or dream, whatever you're working on. And then like three years from now, it's kind of like that second nature and it's just doing its thing. Right. Like when it is being more automated for you and things like that's always, that almost is part of the dream is that you also get to that point where it can be easier. Um, I was actually going to say one positive thing. I, I could tell as you're reading it that you felt a little bit nervous and like, I, I think if I read that too at first, I'd be like, man, what the hell? This sounds like it's like, hey, be cautious. And also you're going to have to like do this and maybe rework your train of thought on these things. Like, uh, what? But one thing that I like keyed in when you were talking about like the productivity and like you mm. feeling like you're doing a lot of things. And I know that recently, um, hopefully you're okay with me saying this, but like you are doing a lot of different things. You're doing a lot of different things around the house. We're doing a lot of stuff with this podcast. You know, you've made some changes in your life within changes in your job mm. stuff. Um, and perhaps it could also be serving as a reminder because it talked about mindset of it's okay for things to also take that slower route and like to keep things like to keep moving and to keep working on them. But like, it's okay to not do it all at once. It is okay to take a step back and make sure that you're not like going, you can't give yourself, give a hundred percent to five different things, right? At the same time. And I know, (laughs) I know you have, like, you want to, I know that's how you are. Cause when you get excited about something, I know you want to get into it, Yeah. but doing, maybe a couple things or maybe like one of those things at a time is also okay. And you telling yourself that that's okay and working I on know. that, you know, like, I know. and that can be a positive thing. I know. It's be just, peaceful. I, what I need what I, what I would like to do, what my French vanilla fantasy says, mm-hmm. okay, let's figure out what time we com- can commit to all of these different things. And then throughout the week during whatever time of the day is going to work best out of that day, you have like an hour or two hours of like just solid creativity or mm. pursuing a passion thing I love or that. like reading that way yes. each day of the week I'm getting, everything is Something getting a little bit too. of me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like so, that. Yeah. Well, okay. It's funny that you said the, like what you had mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. not doing it all at once. So in a nutshell, when you came over and you were like, hi, and I sounded so frustrated, I rushed to get home. Mm-hmm. I went to, I had to go to the store. Mm-hmm. I got off work late today. Mm-hmm. Um, not much later than I like expected, but it was just the anticipation of like somebody not showing up to their appointment. didn't work right the way yes. that it was supposed to, yes. right? So I rushed that. to the store, mm-hmm. rushed through the store. I picked up the wrong bottle of um, salad dressing. Didn't realize that until I had checked out. Like I'm checking out, getting ready to walk to the door and I go, crap, I forgot. I grabbed the wrong dressing. So I went to, the, I went back to inside to this towards into the, towards the store and switched out the bottles on my way there, dropped this Red Bull on the ground. Oh. <laughs> 
went to customer child (laughs) went to customer service and i'm a gay millennial and i don't carry a cart everything's in my hands yeah no (laughs) everything's in my hands and one trip bitches yeah so and i went to customer service and told her i said i'm so sorry i just made like a silly little mistake no big deal like i this is what i needed we made the exchange I get home. I'm like, oh, I realize, oh, I forgot I haven't eaten anything today. I'm starving. Well, that's probably all the reason why I'm so like frustrated. Yeah. So then I like chow down on a bunch of food and then I'm like, all right. So like, where's that bread? I was going to make croutons for a salad tonight and I was going to try and get the croutons cut up, the bread cut up and like seasoned and in the oven before you got here. So the house would fancy croutons. I I love that for for a dollar. Bitch, that's an amazing idea. I love that. I'm going to make some homemade croutons. I've been getting in the kitchen these days. Croutons. Croutons. So (laughs) I get, and and then it was like the entire time I was there at the store, like something kept telling me like, slow down, Jaren, slow down, slow down, Mm. slow down. And, I feel like if I slow down too much, then I'm going to like miss that opportunity, whatever, mm-hmm. for whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. But I have, that's to, when I forget things too, but that's when I need to like slow the roll uh, and just ride the wave of the universe because mm-hmm. I paid for a loaf of bread and it's not here. And I love carbs. Oh <laughs> yeah. You poor thing. I do too. And that's what like you describe that. I'm like, I, I want to make croutons now. Yeah. Croutons. I'll, I'll I want to make the croutons. I'll give it. It is so easy. Mm, it sounds so awesome. Anybody, if anybody at Meyer on Lima road is listening, um, <laughs> there is a loaf of classic Italian bread. <laughs> That has been paid for. Your inventory will reflect that you have oh one extra loaf God. somewhere in the store. It's either at register self-checkout number three, back by the salad dressings, or it's at customer service. 20. Or I probably dropped it walking uh, walking real quickly around the store. If anybody finds it, I would really like my loaf back. Please send my bread. 2023 Energy, the lost loaf of Italian bread at Meyer. I'm, I am the lost loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, his name is That's Luigi. Me. <laughs> it's me, Luigi. The lost loaf. I f- I'm a lost loaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, you're not I'm just lost. Kidding. It's just like sometimes. No, I'm just. I know we haven't got into it, but just the. You're a I know it, you. You and Nicholas talked about it last week, and it's just like the I, the 2023 energy in general for me feels so. It's it's just chaotic there's so many different things at the same time but yeah. any, anyways i don't want to get into that too much yet. no it's okay <laughs> um oh, goodness so because you were not here last week mm-hmm. what are would you be willing to share some a couple a couple things about um like do you have unobtainable goals for yourself this year do you have aspirations of things you want to achieve or do yeah, yeah. So um, I thought about this a little bit because I did listen to the episode and stuff, and I knew we were going to talk about a little bit of that since I I missed it. <laughs> um, and I – so first off, and part of the reason why we didn't record yesterday was because I kind of just like everything kind of just boiled over for me, and I just couldn't I, – I couldn't deal anymore. Like I just had to have – we just had to talk as friends and like have that moment. And I needed to cry some stuff out. Like I was just very tired, very stressed going back to work after being out on sick leave and like everything hitting all at once in the new year. Um, I think one thing, um, that's hard for me is I, 
so well first off i validate anyone who um i know you and nicholas talked about really awesome things and goals and stuff you're looking forward to and i know a lot of people use this time of year to feel like you're getting that fresh start feeling like you're going from like something that you can kind of like I don't know sort of tuck away you don't have to put it away you don't have to definitely don't throw the past away but just you know tuck it away and like add to something start something new it's a great timing to do mm. that um i personally feel like sometimes it adds almost like too much pressure to me i'm actually yeah. more likely um i'm at a point in my life where i think i've tried to do that a lot like in my 20s and even in maybe a little bit of my, like when i was 30 um and i always feel like i'm more at risk of failing at doing those things especially because like i'm more likely to make those goals not realistic mm -hmm. around this time period too mm -hmm. so i think f there's some small things so for example I would like to actually use the beautiful planner that I bought this year. Oh, like, the gold one that you showed me? Yes, yes. Okay. I would like to actually use my planner. Um, and if I, you know, forget to do so for a week, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not going to be hard on myself with mm -hmm. that anymore and use that as, like, a way to, like, almost, like, oh, because I failed at that, that I'm not going to get back into it, right? Because that, that becomes a thing for me, too, with that perfectionism. Um, and then... I would like to, I know you actually talked about the timing for creativity, but that is actually something that I've already been thinking about, especially when I was off on with sick leave um, and I couldn't even do the things that I wanted to do that even though they're like barely doing anything at all, but like just to sit there and like do creative things and do things that are not related to electronics, social media, the news work any of that shut off do painting like mm -hmm. I've, I really love doing watercolor um painting but my job and my career and when I was in college is so analytical and so that opposite side of that that I focused on it so much that I I lost that and mm -hmm. I didn't like do it anymore yeah. and I've always wanted to get back into that get back into photography um and I would like to do spend time and focus on some creativity a little bit each week. I don't know what that looks like. I'm not going to make like a requirement of like I have to do this many hours. Um, but I would like to do that. And I would like to work on my general health. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday and um, trigger warning for eating disorder stuff. Uh, but not to get into too many details of it. Um, but I am going to start working on my eating disorder um, issues with my therapist. Um, and I'm having, it, I know it's something I need to work on when I'm actually having anxiety about it versus mm -hmm. like, Oh sure. I can talk about like what's been going on and like, you know, get off the work stress or something like that. But then when it comes to actually starting to work on that issue, yeah. like finding ways to round it or like Escaping nervousness. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be the tough one. Um, and because I also know that getting healthier for myself the right way is also the long way and is also the slow way. Mm -hmm. I'm used to doing very, very unhealthy things to get my weight down. Yeah. Like I, so yeah, I used to be much, much thinner at my current, at my current adult height. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
I was not healthy. And even then I was not happy with myself. I'm ironically actually the most happy and probably the healthiest, like just in terms of like not having the intrusive thoughts from the eating disorder in my mind actively. But I think that's also why I'm a little nervous about working on it because it's going to have to bring those things back like to the forefront and actually deal with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've actually been good with it, (laughs) but being good with it by ignoring it also isn't good. So I've come to like settle with that. So I'm ready for it. And I think my excuse before was I wasn't ready because there were also so many things else that weren't stable. And now they are, which is a really big positive thing in my life is like there is a lot of stability in my life now. Your hierarchy of needs are being met. Yes. And now it's time for you to start working on yourself. Yeah. I can't. I'm not trying yeah. to take your shine from you. I, no, don't. You and I, I are look, do this back and forth all I, the time. I just, I really look forward to you. To I look forward to what you're going to be able to enjoy, how you're going to be able to enjoy life when you get to that point Yeah. where I just recently got to in different depths of pain and hurt. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when we talk about those hierarchy needs, there was a point where you and I were on the same playing field and then we kind of like bounced back and forth. And then like I was able to heal and grow from those things at at, at that moment. Mm -hmm. And knowing what this, this level, this next level of comfortability feels like Mm -hmm. and knowing that now you're, I'm going to get to watch you go through that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching you grow. Oh, you're so cute right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, it's like, it's like one of my, uh, Renee, from you know my mm-hmm. client someone that you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. when she was talking about how nicholas has been she goes it, it was so great that nicholas was able to be strong for you when you could not be strong for yourself and then mm-hmm. one day you will be able to be strong for him when he's not strong and mm-hmm. then you'll go back and forth doing that mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like because it goes up and down right? right because i've been in i i've i actually feel in overall a really good place there's yeah. just there's always there's other things or like now i've fought a lot of the fires and gone past the um, the past severe like abusive relationship stuff yeah. and that's some more severe trauma things that now I can work on some of the stuff that has kind of come uncovered with that that are yeah. more me yeah. that I can work through. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sorry. Go ahead though. Well, well, because Nicholas has done that for me. So then like mm-hmm. the, the people that I have branched out my close friendship and relationships with, mm-hmm. they were also another safe place for me to be able to work on those things and then so now like because my little community of people when you're part of that Mm -hmm. because all of you were able to like help me (coughs) get my next foot up to the next couple steps and now I can like return that favor to you and him Mm -hmm. and my brother and his partner and Mm -hmm. you know so it's 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 that wave of um yeah. And you're sharing. on a higher part of that wave so you can give some energy mm-hmm. or like provide insight to other people. Yeah. yeah. It's a really nice feeling. Yeah. It's nice not to like be on top and everybody around me is below me. No, but it's no, nice that's not to what be, you mean. I know what you mean. It, but it's nice to be on top of my shit again. Yeah. Yeah. And this time know that I actually am on top of my game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's nice to feel that way. And then you can start to like work on other things that are like i don't know just on that like that higher Mm -hmm. level of 
I don't, I don't even know, but just like stuff for yourself. Yeah. It's like, it's like the next gym leader in Pokemon. Yes. Mm. Yes. The next gym leader of therapy and, <laughs> and, and trauma work and, um, and mental health, the gym leader of mental health. The gym leader of mental health. Well, when I go see Erica next week, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell her that, um, uh, I think she that should I, put on a wig and like become the like you know like in the uh she's gonna be ghost Pokemon with gym leader like she'll have to turn into like the next gym leader so like yeah. have her put a different color wig on something. <laughs> <laughs> no. She'll be like, do we need to talk about this? Is this a new thing for you? <laughs> Mommy? <laughs> no, no, never. Erica, Erica, I would never think of you like that. But I um I'm gonna tell her next it's week that um I I think we should only be seeing each other once a month now for some maintenance work. And it's like, that's good. It's going to be awesome. So, um, but having that check-in is still good and that's still important. And I like, I really like that you're still doing that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm not ready to jump ship. Yeah. But I don't need my weekly, uh, safety net anymore. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, and it's honestly, and it's, and it shouldn't, it's never, a. It's never a problem if you have to ever have a moment where you go back right. to more either. Like that right. shouldn't don't like I'm just saying this because I've been a person who's already been in a state where like I had gone for like a period where I did things less often and then I would have to go back to more often or something yeah. for new things or something that would come up or like you realize that, oh, shoot, this is triggering something different or I need to talk this through. Right. right. So I'm just saying and ahead of time, like if you do have to or oh, for yeah. anyone out there that, you know, is in that state, too, it is also OK to have to go back to more sessions. It doesn't mean you failed or failed yourself. No, not at all. Yeah. Nothing. Really, the only thing that anybody fails is is yourself. If you're really going to put yourself down about anything, the only person you're really failing is yourself. So don't put yeah. yourself down. Yeah. We, remember, folks, we are all humans trying to experience the human experience, and we're all just, just experiencing it all at once and all at the same, all at the same time, and all at different times. And yeah. And I think the more okay. the more we feel that we can be our true selves and not mask and i mean meta not mask in a metaphorical sense not in the medical sense in the, emotional <laughs> sense in the emotional sense um i think that's better for everyone so that like i think that's a point of healing for like society yeah. and for people as a whole to feel like accepted as who they are yeah I would love for that to happen. <laughs> 2023 <laughs> goals that I don't know that society's ready for, but would wish would happen. <laughs> like people getting gayer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get, Get gay. gayer. Get gay. 2023. Get gay. <laughs> oh, when I was in the Boy Scouts, there were uh, guys in my group. I was like in middle school age and somehow I ended up being in boy scouts with high schoolers but we were doing one of the many overnight camp things that we (laughs) would do um and they were like walking around the other tents of the other troops like hey boys want to get gay what the hell and i was just like so weird i know i was like i am already gay (laughs) (laughs) i'm already there like do you want me to be more <laughs> yeah like can i how can i get gayer but like, than this of course they're not doing it in a nice way they're like right. yeah right because that was yeah. back in the day when we still were allowed to play smear the queer oh goodness god my have times have changed yes thank god for progress yes. well hopefully for more 
Hope, yeah. Do you? (laughs) You're like, I don't want to ask because yesterday. I saw. Okay, so part of my breakdown yesterday, y'all, was just uh, because I knew we were going to be talking about like going into 2023. Another issue that I've had, and I think it's just been adding up, is so from 2016, from a political standpoint, um, but particularly after 2020, it's like that door blasted open of like it being okay to like hate other people, to push back on people's rights, to like fight against every little tiny aspect of progress for society and to be better for other people and to like help others that maybe aren't exactly like you like I, I and basically that becoming a cult that that becoming like a cult of like loving to hate on other people who aren't white straight christian uh, yeah and and sometimes and male sometimes like because right. there's certainly women especially in and female politicians who are part of that cult as well um and like the fart far fart the fart fart, right i mean honestly they they are a fart the fart bubble yes they are they're turds the turds of the turds of the right wing the turds of the um gop the the republicans who are the far right christian nationalist fascist neo-nazi hating of anyone who is not like them get group it. fucking get it <laughs> yeah the queen. fucking turds okay so anyways i am so these people... wet for you right now <laughs> <laughs> and i don't even have a pussy <laughs> these I people love when women talk politics it's so sexy these fucking people have just like come out of the woodwork And that means that, like, accepting and knowing that they've existed all along and we can no longer ignore it. And yes, in a way that that is good. But we also, like, for me, I'm becoming impatient. I want us to move forward. I want these people to feel that they cannot exist or that, you know, there's the freedom of saying what you want to say, but there is not freedom from consequence for what you say. If you say something that, like, crosses a line that risks hurting other people, like we've talked about, and the violence in this nation that is increasing and is likely associated and a cause and effect from these types of people having more and more power and having more say in public um like that's a problem and i just want to see us move forward from that and show that those people should be held accountable for their work for their words and their actions and so far hasn't really been a thing i don't think we're strict enough about getting rid of these people from our society or not letting them have power. I think it's continuing. And I mean, we're seeing that with the, the, the speaker of the house thing, uh, that just happened. And how many um, times did they vote on this? I think it was the 15th time that he was finally successful. And it's funny cause that you makes and I, me sick to my stomach. we talked about this yesterday and I think I, I I am loving the memes. I am loving the TikToks. It's honestly been hilarious, but it's for for me who I, I am someone who does stay up more on politics and I, I have passion for that because I know that that's, that's where things get done so that we can make progress and protect yeah. other people's rights. So I, I can't help but care about that. So I, yes, I am passionate about it. Um, but the... 
It took 15 times. The speaker, now McCarthy, he had to make so many concessions to that far-right, neo-Nazi, Christian nationalistic aspect of that party that he is basically like in a straitjacket, like a... Uh, it's kind of like like they're the mob and he owes them now, right? Yeah. Like he he is their like he's their dog like he's not like how are you really a leader who's going to be able to keep people in line or are you really just a lap dog to like the extremist group of your party and to get them what they want so that he could become leader so it's like for personal gain um and i mean we could go the route where that person where mccarthy ends up standing against that and is like look i said i promise these things but i'm not going to do them and like he doesn't actually do those things or he does. And like the fact that he thanked Trump personally for the success and to get that speaker position in the end, he, he literally gave all of his he was like, and I'm so thankful and blah, blah, blah in his speech. And like he gave all the credit like for Trump for standing by him mm-hmm. and the fact that he he is part of the reason why those people have been increasing in power. Like a, a lot of people have said that he's brought this problem upon himself in the first place. Um, so the memes are funny, but it's like, you got to laugh so you don't cry. And yeah. I think I just finally cried about all this stuff yesterday because I, I, going all the way back to the original point in 2020, like all this stuff blew wide open and it got, so much crazier, so much more intense, so much, there's so much more increasing violence, um, that I would love to see progress and it's just not happening. Like 2021, more shit. We had the insurrection yesterday was the two year anniversary of it, you know, and then 2022 and, and now we're in 2023 and it's just like, it just, it's there. It keeps happening. Like I think it is disgusting. It disgusts me to no end that we have actual Mm neo-Nazis in our Congress, in government, like, jobs. When um, When generally American people, like, if they, put it this way, if the average American person said some of the things that they said, if anyone with like a normal job or in like a professional career, went up on the stage and said what Marjorie Taylor Greene said to a young Republican convention in New York recently, where she said, basically, if I was a part of the insurrection, we would have won. And oh, by the way, we would have had guns and weapons with us, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So if now now imagine saying that in your job. You wouldn't keep that job, right? I hope, I certainly hope the fuck not, right? Imagine what would have happened if a person of color were to have said that when it came to the peaceful protests of Black Lives Matter. Oh, of course not. Oh, hell no. They they, they would have shot him the second that he said something. Oh, absolutely. And this is just continually continually going on. So we placate and allow... Yeah. And there, and and it's unfortunate because, you know, we talked about this in the, you know, prior, in a prior episode where we did get more serious, but, um, it's like, I know that the majority of Americans don't 
agree with that and they are also disgusted by that and we do suffer from a lot of that the gerrymandering effect that we talked mm-hmm. about before that makes it harder to vote for you know the people that the the people represented by that district or whatever it may be but man there are still enough people voting for these people whether for selfish reasons or because they straight out themselves are openly uh white christian nationalists or um neo-nazis that these people have power and like it disgusts me there is no place for fascism in a in america where it's a democracy like we're supposed to be the freest best democracy in the world blah 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 okay well then let's show it we should be saying no to fascism you want to talk about us being like world war ii champs and all that other shit cool then act like it and don't say okay to the stuff that literally happened in 1930s germany just a bunch of little boys with too big of toys yeah literally and uh, fuck, i was gonna say something oh in 2023 let's uh come together and fight against the elite people who have control over all of these things and um this is late stage capitalism that is so oh my god that's, i'm so happy you that's said that that's so Can reagan I... high five you so <laughs> that's reagan. so reagan oh my god <laughs> fucking reagan i was waiting for it i was like when do i say it when do yes. i say it that's the so fact reagan. that you said late stage capitalism that's why we're friends i love you so much i love you too i was just gonna say seize the means to production <laughs> eat the rich eat the rich <laughs> I'll take some. All right, y'all. We're we're leftists, okay? (laughs) For those who couldn't figure it out at this point, we're fucking leftists. You like the color red, (laughs) and and I and I, and so ideally, in my head, I'm a centralist, but because of where politics have, where those different uh, hues of uh, Mm -hmm. red and blue have landed, and like where those positions are, like, yeah definitely definitely uh dress the left i mean put it this way in the idealistic sense of how actual communism is supposed to work jesus would be the actual ultimate leader of communism i always think that is the most hilarious thing having grown up christian that like and again and and i probably should clarify just for people who aren't as into politics or don't like to stay up on like the terms when i'm talking christian nationalists by the way those are people who um use uh christianity as a way to purport like a supremacy um and that christianity should run the country rather than like laws so they want to get rid of separation of church and state church 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 and state church and state church should run the government rather than the government running the government like with freedom of religion no christianity would be the only religion it would run the entire country basically the equivalent of um, the Taliban in Afghanistan. So like it's very ironic, but um, the best way, like if people want to put it in like simplistic terms and it's, it is ironic considering the types of people that represent them, but Christian nationalists are like the Christian version of the Taliban. Right. And that like they are domestic, like there is a lot of domestic terrorism amongst them too, because of that insurrection aspect. But because they're white, they're not um, looked at as a terrorist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
the FBI mm-hmm. says domestic terrorism is the highest risk to American security since I oh, think yeah. even before the insurrection in 2021. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> Save the queen and the queen and, and by the queen, I mean me. <laughs> With the K. <laughs> queen. Queen. Yes. Oh my. Get gayer. Get gayer. Well. Uh, yeah. So I just hope that we can get better. I want I want us to get better. I know we can. Yeah. It's just it's been a long, difficult fight, and I'm in, I'm I'm impatient at this point. Just like we've talked about patience with other things. Like I just I'm at a moment where I'm I'm out of it for it, and I I just want. I don't think those people should have a job. How come they're making so much money while the American people are struggling and they're making so much money while talking about how literally other people in this country shouldn't be allowed to live their life yeah. and they're making money off that. That kills me. <laughs> I know. It's it, crazy it's to me. Li- it's literally killing us. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Like us. if you want to talk about, yes, the yes. violence. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <sighs> well. So I know I'm sorry for, to the audience that that was a little bit heavy. That's it's where okay. I'm saying. Heather's, that's where, he- my, Heather's back, everybody. I, I'm back. <laughs> I'm being a little, I, I should have had, warning, my Debbie Downer moment is coming. Um, It's just, yeah, that's why I'm having the struggle with the whole, like, the 2023 transition, I think. And okay. it's, yeah, I've, I think I've had trouble with the beginning of the new year for the last couple of years. Because yeah. I I see more long-term and big picture and idealistically, and I know that it's going to take a long time, and I don't want it to. I know. I'm being whiny. I'm being whiny, but about big societal issues. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, like, it is going to take a lot of us, mm-hmm. a lot of small steps. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, look at look at how many small steps it has gotten. Uh, it has gotten had to be taken in order to get to a society to where it is now. True, and they were a- just at now at this point they're just bigger and more tragic. Yeah, yeah, like we talked about too. Yeah, yeah I I agree with you there for sure. I um I was gonna say one one way to put it in a positive note because I I don't want to I don't want to leave that part of our conversation on like a a. I don't know, just feeling like down about things. Right, because <laughs> I'm know, like, like all excited about 2023 well, and, and you're like, like fuck have, the new year. Fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this shit, y'all. Fuck like, <laughs> double she double middle fingers. Fuck this shit. She couldn't even put them up for the first time. She had a good twiddle her fingers. <laughs> Which of my ones is the middle finger? Okay, so I like... I do this very often. I literally, <laughs> literally, like... It's like the TikTok of um or or like meme video, whatever you want to say, of like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker doing the like kick dance down like the stairs and it's like that kind of like just fucking chaos energy. That's what I keep saying, like going into twenty twenty three where I'm just like I am like both laughing and crying at the same time. Like I am and I'm genuinely also having fun. Like Spencer came here last year and he has been here with me and like we got married and it's been exciting and like we're having a great time. I'm having a great time with you. Like it's been 
It's one of the cats. Oh, it's it's been like <laughs> the cats, the spirits. It's the, the cats. cats. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, t- I need I need you to t- finish this because I have to tell you something about the house. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, now I just lost my train of thought. Neurodivergence here, ADHD. You, you, I'm so sorry. You, you and Spencer have been yes. He's here. So things are really good too. And so the other thing I was gonna say is, in order. So one thing that has been noted, if, if for people who are history buffs, right? Um, if you go back in history and you look at the times at which progress was being made for society and people were as a whole becoming more open to things, there was often a backlash and a heavy push and a sometimes it, it caused a lot of fighting and at times it goes back and forth. Um, but from the, the extremist opposite side. Mm-hmm. So like when there's progress and um, you could I'll call it liberalism happening and more rights for more people and all of these things at the t- same time there's often the rise of certain societies and organizations that are you know like whether that be like the KKK or um, like anti-LGBTQ like com- like people that are out on the streets and stuff like that like that kind of thing um will happen while progress is actually being made Mm -hmm. so you could argue that maybe this is a sign that like we can we can do this but we're gonna have to keep fighting against these people yeah um i just don't want the violence and i want I want us to keep moving forward. Well, I don't want the violence either. And at the same time, I wouldn't be opposed to like showing up at like certain homes with like a guillotine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we, we still, we still gonna eat the rich. I mean, I mean, if you're talking about like outside of uh, like Elon Musk's home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like Bezos, Jeff Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos, or Bill Gates Jeffrey or anybody Bezos. in the Illuminati. <laughs> Except for Taylor Swift. <laughs> Definitely Scientology. <laughs> Those people are friends. So, okay. Uh, I've been painting in this house, right? Yes, yes. And so there, Nicholas and I have been noticing, when we're downstairs in the basement, we've been noticing the sound coming from the game room, uh-huh. but we hear it like in the ceiling. And so when I was painting, Dozer and I were here by ourselves with the cats. <laughs> I was here. Yeah, you, you moved my bell. I was here with, um, I was by myself with all of the kids here and Dozer walked in that room and like walked towards the generalized area where we will hear that sound from that room and like wagged his tail. And I said, tell, remind them Dozer, if, as long as you're of love and light, you're allowed in this home. And if you're of nothing of that, you are not allowed here. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of like continued to wag his tail and then sat down and I said, okay, I continue to paint and I felt this like positive energy, like move along through the house. And so like, and then like I started, and I know like we have two cats and dozer, but it's a little different. Like when you can feel it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, whatever is here, that's it's, it's, it's positive. It's healthy. It's happy. And I told Nicholas and I was like, I, I heard it while I was painting. I think the house is happy. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. super cute. I love that. Yeah. He goes, well, the house is happy, you know, like she, she we've been putting a lot of work into this place I love that. and she's looking real cute. She's getting a facelift. I love that. Yeah. I wanted that's to tell really you that cute. the other night. That is really but cute. You mentioned, um, being here and like being happy. And I remembered that the energy yes. here in the home is happy. Maybe it's the happy spirit. Yes. Maybe it's like a little old lady. <laughs> well, it's not a it's not a person. 
Oh. I think it is either somebody's um, innocence. Okay. Or an or a house pet. Aww. Because there's no record of death here in this home. Oh, okay. Okay. So it could be somebody's inner child that was left behind or... Aww. I know. I hope that person finds it. Well, I've been like manifesting that like somebody would would reach out to us the way <coughs> that I reached out to the owners of my childhood home to be like, hey, like I'm trying to heal myself. And like, is that me projecting that somebody out there has a similar story to me? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> but it also like I would be able to love to give that back to somebody like, mm-hmm. are you OK if I tell the audience what we're going to be doing moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Heather and I had a sit down conversation, uh, like a week ago. Yeah, I think. Yep. Um, we are going to start releasing part one and part two of our, of our episodes. We already sit down and chat long enough that if we were to extend that out for one more hour at max, then we would still be able to create the, uh, still amazing content that we provide for you folks anyway. And it would also give Heather a little more work-life balance, Mm -hmm. a better personal work-life balance. And I would say it's more because work is so intense. (laughs) Yes. Yes. My, my, my day job. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it hard to also manage hobbies and everything else as much as I love doing this. So I think, I think combining it will help. Also, because this is my dream that I asked Heather to come along with me, it's not fair to put the same kind of pressure on her that I was putting on myself. And we're not changing anything. I have this equipment here. I made it go on in a, another adventure and add something to what I'm already doing with this podcast, or I might go do something else with all of this stuff. But, um, I have more at stake than Heather does. And it was unfair for me to be like, expect her to have the same level of dedication, commitment and expectation that I was having. So, and we had a very healthy conversation about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And that's, I, I feel like you, you saying that even here is like, I'm like, Oh, like you didn't, you didn't even have to say that, but like, you know, I, I'm not I def- doing I, it for clout. No, I, and I know you're not, and I don't. I don't think that you are or anything like that. It's and and it's important for our audience to know that I'm. I can tell right now that you're being very genuine with me, and you. We were when we we're having that private conversation, and I, I feel like, I, I really appreciate us being able to have that conversation, and I think it's really healthy, and your willingness to be open about that, and like us just, and, and for us to talk it out was really really helpful. Yeah. Um, and there's always a sense of nervousness and anxiety when you have to talk about stuff that could be difficult because you might not be on the same page and what happens yeah. when you're not on the same page. But, you know, you're also really close friends and you don't want it to affect that either. Right. right? The, like The only thing ugh. that ties us together originally is a friendship. We don't have a romantic involvement. She's yeah. not family chosen or blood. So mm-hmm. Heather's friendship is more important and I can still achieve the things that I want to do that we were going to that I envisioned us doing. I could still do that on my own or just in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so if Heather um, has given me a little bit more creative freedom with the podcast, mm-hmm. so if we don't provide something that's long enough, then maybe I'll have another guest on or I don't know. But mm-hmm. 
we wanted i asked her if we could tell the tell you guys about it um way ahead in advance because i think it'd be important for you guys to know why the next episode is going to be part one and then the next week you're going to get a part two yeah yeah but i think it'll be it'll be fun that way it'll be something different to try and mm-hmm. like our episodes will also still be like the same average length yeah you still matter i love you, I love you too I love, I you're love like an, I'm gonna be really honest with you. You're kind of like a big sister to me, and sometimes you annoy me, but I still like you at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. And that I, I get... will be. I will be honest. You are. I I've kind of seen you as like a little brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that we have that kind of relationship, and I could tell you that because I'm like you. You can. It's not that you put up with it. But you've accepted that these things that would be considered irritants in other people, you've accepted this in, the, in these people, and they mm-hmm. don't they don't bother you in the way that it does with other people. So, like, why are you still feeling that way? Oh, because people I love. This is how I feel people people love. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I really love you, and you're driving me nuts. <laughs> <sighs> Like, will she just shut up sometimes? Oh my god, <laughs> no! But sometimes I I'm like, I become unpresent, and, I, <laughs> and then I jump back in, and I'm like, oh fuck, she is still talking. <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! I'm sorry. I, I've I've done it for twelve years as a hairdresser. No, I know, I know, because that's like that's your expertise, and like also it's funny because like neurodivergent people have a risk of doing it to each other, and yet at the same time are sometimes the best for each other because they can be long listeners, but they will also check out because neurodivergent people when they start to talk about a topic that they're passionate about, whether that be someone who. ADHD on the spectrum deals with anxiety in the moment or how just in general, they have a lot of passion about something. It's like they want to go off on it for a while and talk about it. And the other neurodivergent person, like they get that. So they listen more, but they're still going to check out, but also because of their own neurodivergence. (laughs) So Spencer and I have that too. Because sometimes (laughs) NDs just need somebody to, Even if it's not actively listening, just hear them out on whatever it is that they're passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, because talking to your pets is nice, but it's not a human being. Yeah. So, but anyway, I, I'm, we're, <laughs> hey, everybody, I don't know where I cut my main, I made my last cut. We, we have completely gone over the rails. Heather, <laughs> Heather and I had a very personal moment off record and <laughs> we're back on track. But anyway, it is getting late. Is there anything that you want to say to your future 2024 self? To always be proud of like all of the progress that I've made over the past years and to keep going with whatever it is I'm currently working on then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, From uh, me, future Heather, I hope that you are stronger today than you were on the week that we recorded this. Oh, well, thank you. And I hope that you have been able to tap into your powers a little bit more. Mm, I would love that. And I also hope that you have your basement finished <laughs> and that we've had a barbecue at your house at least once. Oh, my God. I would love with, that. With our part, with our men. Yes. And a game night. Yes. And 
I hope that wherever you are in your career, I hope that it's making you happy. Thank you. Me too. All right, everybody. (laughs) So this is us signing out. We love you so very much. And you will hear from us next week. Woo! Bye. Bye. Get gay or 2023. Get. (laughs) Get gay.